Folks, it's Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. Coming up on the program today, microwaving human meat. Some cannibals are just flat out lazy. Plus, today on DV, we cancel Frankie McDonald. It's over. Twitter mob, do your thing. And a tale of stolen dildos in swollen mammary glands. for you the jingle bells with the overton singing Oh, hear the angels fall. 
girl always loved Tim Henson Said the fucking and degree Then one cold November 9th Lord Douche entered like Tim, why is your navel out? Fingering for listeners in your mic Rick Ocular, sextastic Shabba shabba sheeps and creeps Timmy, you're flaming faggot Merry Christmas from your freaks Ooh. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Henson This is the biggest waterman that I've ever seen A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once How dare you? Hot dog and jumbo will not be seen this morning So that we may bring you the following Yes, Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Have a great show for you. You just listened to about eight minutes of Distorted View Christmas songs. And the reason why is we've accumulated so many over the years, I can't get to them all now. I mean, we usually start playing Christmas songs right after Thanksgiving as the intro to the show. But I, I, you know, I always end up with a bunch of leftovers now, and they're all so good. You need to hear them. Many of them were sung by listeners. Corey did one of the songs. Timmy the Flaming Faggot is a relatively new one. There's references to Lord Douche in there and me playing with my navel after there's like cum inside it. Isn't that what that's about? Yeah, sometimes, you know, when you jerk off, the cum pools in your in your belly button. And if you stick your finger in there, you can make it squish and fart. Very important things are talked about on this podcast. Jesus Christ, what an incredible waste of time this show is couple of things I wanted to mention real quick before we get into the show. My holiday plans have changed just slightly, and that's going to affect the schedule of the podcast. After I record this program, I am going to be heading up to Ashtabula, which is kind of like a day earlier than I was planning. So there is going to be no Thursday program. However, because now I'm going up to Ashtabula a day early, I'm also going to be coming home a day early. I was not planning on doing episodes next week per se because, you know, I explained that I got a lot going on. We're going to play some best of shows and stuff. However, uh, now that I'm going to be coming back a day earlier, I will be doing a sideshow exclusive program. I will try to record uh, my aunt telling a new shit story. I haven't spoken to her in almost a year, I think. So I'm sure she shit herself in the last 12 to 18 months. I'll have a whole Henson Christmas wrap-up for you, Sideshow Freaks, uh, probably on, let's say, Tuesday. You can follow me on social media, and I'm, I'm sure I'll post more about that. Look, next week's going to be pretty loosey-goosey. It's a pseudo-week off for me. Anyway, uh, oh, real quick, I wanted to ask you guys for a favor. I already mentioned this on the Sideshow Exclusive Podcast, but I know uh, many of you use Spotify. Even if it's not to listen to podcasts, you, you listen to music. Podcasts are a thing now on Spotify, and they have been for, what, like a year or two? Uh, Distorted View is in there. You can listen to episodes of DV on Spotify, and they recently started uh, enabling ratings. If you guys could take just a quick second, search for Distorted View. The podcast will pop right up. Give DV a five-star rating. It's literally like two clicks. I know it kind of sounds stupid, but just like with Apple Podcasts, the ratings and reviews are super important. It helps with discoverability. DV will show up in front of more people, like as a suggested podcast and stuff. So if you wouldn't mind, uh, just, you know, giving DV a five-star rating, if you like the show, of course, and uh, maybe follow us too. Yeah, just click on the follow button, give us a five-star rating. It really does help out. Uh, Spotify, believe it or not, is quickly becoming a very uh, popular podcast app. 
Now, while according to like all my research, like what I can see, like Apple Podcasts is the number one way people listen to DV, followed by Pocket Cast, whatever the big one is for Google. Android phones have like a popular podcast app. It's, it begins with a letter P. But Spotify is like the fastest growing. A lot of people discovering DV through Spotify. So uh, again, give us a five star rating. Thank you so much in advance. Uh, my friend Brian messaged me a, a bunch of photos of Frankie McDonald. You know, the retarded weatherman. This is Frankie McDonald. My old team saves your life in Sydney, Nova Scotia. Major winter storm is headed towards New Brunswick on Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. It's going to bring a lot of snow in northern New Brunswick and lots of rain in southern New Brunswick. It's going to bring a lot of mixed precipitation. Yeah, that's Frankie doing what Frankie does. He just sort of yells in the camera. There's going to be a snowstorm. He also does other things like uh, he he pretends to be people like here he is pretending to be a man eating 50 hot dogs at once. OK, guys, I'm going to do a video about the guy eating 50 hot dogs at once. He then proceeds to mime a, a man barbecuing hot dogs. I want you to eat 50 hot dogs at once. Here's the guy going. And that's pretty much the rest of the video is pretending to eat hot dogs. This video has 1.7 million views. Anyway, apparently Frankie had a photo shoot and my friend Brian sent uh, some of the photos along to me. Uh, Check out the chapter artwork. You can see one of them. Very nice. Frankie's a very handsome young man. I replied telling Brian and and Joe and my other friend, it was a group chat thing, that I kind of felt bad about uh, the interview I did for a a magazine where I just laid into Frankie McDonald. It was actually for a magazine called Frank. It was, you know, it's not a magazine about Frankie McDonald, just a coincidence. (laughs) The magazine is called Frank. And uh, apparently it's a Canadian magazine. I don't know how popular it is. I have a copy of it here. This was back in 2015. I was a little rough on Frankie. It was the first time a distorted view was ever a cover story. Oh, yeah. The the cover of Frank magazine reads, American shock jock takes aim at Frankie McDonald. I never read the article uh, here on the show, uh, but, you know, it's been, what, five, six years. Uh, so I thought it would be OK if I read it. Uh, this is an article by Mike Gorman, who was I think Mike is now trans or something. I really have that effect on people. Talk to Mike for a couple minutes on the phone. Next thing you know, he's like, ugh. If you're what it means to be a man, I don't want anything to do with that. And then he became a woman. Have that effect on people. Okay, when I heard American podcaster Tim Henson declare on his award-winning comedy program, Distorted View, that it was time to turn it over to our retarded weather desk, I had two thoughts. Gee, I really hope they don't have the internet in Cape Breton. That's where Frankie lives. I better call this fellow and have a little chat. Unbeknownst to me until very recently, Tim, a 35-year-old Ohio resident whose podcast averages thousands of daily listeners, has taken more... Quick correction there. uh, Tens of thousands, please. I would like a retraction or a correction in the next issue of Frank. Thank you. All right. uh, Yes. Tim has taken more than a few gleefully tasteless shots at the most famous and beloved amateur autistic weatherman in the world, Whitney Pierce's own Frankie McDonald. I, this is a quote from me now. I feature so many retarded people, they all sort of blend together, Tim says when reached at his home outside of Columbus. I think a listener sent me one of his YouTube videos, and after Frankie blew my eardrums out, I realized, hey, this little tard is gold. 
Every time I say retarded or tarred in this article, there's an editor's note saying he's autistic, not retarded. I go on here. Quote, uh, I don't have a problem with what he's doing, Tim explains. I have a problem with the people who are encouraging Frankie to keep doing it and think he's going to one day, I don't know, be a real weatherman on TV. It's kind of true. I mean, you know, he's, he's setting this poor guy up for failure. Big disappointment. Although Frankie is way more famous than me. Just sour grapes. All right. While many will most certainly find much to be offended over when it comes to Henson's work, thank you, with reactions varying from the traditional pearl clutching and audible gasp to outright frightful hysterics and accusations that he's the devil, the man himself maintains he is little more than a, quote, idiot. This is one of the best stories ever written about Distorted View Daily. <laughs> no, I take that back. I'm glad I did this interview. I don't know if I would do an interview where I just flat out call people tards anymore. I don't know. I mean, it's okay when I say it on the show because I'm around you guys. Friends. I feel safe. Now I'd get canceled. You know, I don't need a bunch of people giving me death threats. I did receive a few, by the way, after this uh, article was published. I mean, I don't know if they were technically death threats, but they um, they wished I was not alive. While many magazines, websites, and television shows claim to have a go at the world with a, quote, nothing is sacred mentality, few, if any, outright molest the very concept of the sacred or dignified as vigorously as Distorted View does. These are some fantastic pull quotes. Why aren't these all just plastered all over my website? Far too disturbing for a bi-weekly family magazine to describe in detail. The show includes clips, readings, and news stories involving any and every possible human sexuality and or fetish known and unknown to man. Criminal acts, both brazen and boneheaded, a nearly endless parade of racism, thank you, anti-intellectualism, <laughs> and plenty of outright dumbassery, all mocked ruthlessly by Tim, a multiple podcast award winner for Best Comedy and Best Mature Podcast. Now, I guess I haven't read this article since it came out, you know. I don't feel bad about doing this anymore. If this was my way in, right, talking about uh, Frankie McDonald and calling him a tard to get this kind of good press, it's worth it. I mean, Frankie McDonald might have another opinion. Why was he so mean to me? I hope he didn't read the article. I would feel bad. That's a big question mark, though. Can Frankie read? Back to the article as I continue to stroke myself here. <laughs> oh, my God. Amazingly, over all that time, the program has grown more insane and perverse, meeting little to no resistance and a surprisingly large amount of positive, if weird, feedback. That's you guys. He's talking about you. Later on in the article, uh, the interviewer, the, the reporter or whatever, asked me about the CyberScan Act, which uh, I was not familiar with. It's this thing in Canada. It's like an anti-bullying measure. Where if you feel like you're being bullied, if someone was mean to you online, you can call a special phone number and get that person in trouble. Tim seemed dumbfounded and almost speechless when the local CyberScan Act was described to him. One of many pieces of legislation that would surely be used against him were he a local broadcaster. Quote, is that legal? That's insanity. Because you said something not nice to someone. You sound like a fucking idiot. <laughs> right? I don't sound very intelligent there. You said something not nice to someone. You could get in trouble with the bully police. Just because you say something mean to someone doesn't mean you're a bully. Bullying is an incessant, constant, you know, going after the person over and over, beating them up. I have a real problem with the term cyberbullying. It means someone said something I don't want to hear. He fumes. 
We're in this weird time frame where everyone is allowed to be outraged about everything. Hey, look at me talking about cancel culture and uh, social media outrage all the way back in uh, 2015. I guess that was still a thing back then, right? I was a pioneer of this topic. I'm a real uh, thought leader. No one thinks they should be inconvenienced or annoyed at all when that's life. Life just sucks. I'm a fucking ray of sunshine, aren't I? Life just sucks, right? But we're in this time where if you even slightly annoy someone, they think you're bullying them and you should be vilified. People just need to get over it, girl. I should have said that and then snapped my fingers because that was sassy. My favorite thing is they end the article with a quote from Frankie talking about bullies. Like this wasn't directed at me per se, but it was about me. Some people make fun of me on the internet, and it's not a nice thing to do. I have a good heart. Aww. See, now the people reading this article feel bad for Frankie. That's how the article ends. You immediately want to, like, cry and hug Frankie, and then you want to put a bullet in my head, because he's the asshole making fun of poor Frankie McDonald, making him feel bad about himself. It's the one thing I don't like about that article is how it ends. Don't give Frankie the last word. You can practically hear the sad violin music in the background. Well, my friends, I've got some news for you. Frankie isn't as innocent and sweet, to quote Meredith Brooks, that bitch. Look at me like maybe I'm an angel underneath. Innocent and sweet. Oh, yeah, there's a whole other side to Frankie, and I don't think a lot of you guys are going to like him. Some of you will. I was kind of blown away when I saw this video because... It's unlike any other Frankie video I've, I've seen. He's he's serious and he's talking about um, a, a social issue here. I'm giving you advice about the same gender marriage. A man can marry a woman. A woman can marry a man. It's not a good idea for a man to marry another man. A woman to marry another woman. You homophobic Nazi tard. Oh, now it's okay for me to call him a tard, right? As a matter of fact, when people brought up the fact that this video was very offensive to Frankie, he was probably like, guys, you can't blame me. I've got a mental disability. Yeah, now you're hiding behind that. Before you're like, no one should call me retarded. That's not nice. The little freak says something homophobic. That is not a good idea at all. He never really says why it's a bad idea. I don't know if uh, Frankie's religious. To me, this just sounds like uh, he's regurgitating what his parents think, right? Because why would Frankie have an opinion on this otherwise? That can affect the health and mental health. What? And that's a very bad idea. It can even destroy your relationship for a man marrying another man. What relationship is going to be destroyed? What is he talking about? He's like, if you're married to a woman and then you get into a relationship with a man, that might ruin things with your wife. I don't even think Frankie knows what he's saying here. woman marrying another woman, that's a real bad idea. He does have a point there. Women should not marry other women. Never works out. That doesn't work that way. Mm -mm. A man's supposed to marry a woman. I would love to ask Frankie about pronouns. And same-gender marriage is not a good thing at all. It's not a good idea. How do you feel about Z and Zay? And can even affect health, mental health, and other types of health. Well, that's certainly true. Lord Douche has driven me insane. Well, there you have it. The real Frankie McDonald exposed. Hashtag cancel Frankie. 
Let's get that trending. All right, moving on. Uh, do you guys remember Bad Bobby, also known as the Cash Me Outside Girl? Four or five years ago, she was on Dr. Phil. She's one of those, like, out-of-control teenagers. America fell in love with hating her. What do you say to yourself that gives you the right to take somebody else's car? I'm supposed to be sly and f*** you mean. That's what makes me want to take the next bitch car. What now? I'm sorry, I didn't get that. Are you speaking English? Yeah, the look on Dr. Phil's face is one of just utter confusion. So what do you think is going to happen when you happen to steal somebody's car that disagrees with that and decides that they're going to drop a hammer on you and prosecute you to the full extent of the law? Then I do my time in jail. Jail ain't nothing. That's what I always do, and they never catch me. Ain't nobody going to catch me. Because you're too streetwise? Yup. And all these hoes laughing like so funny. She's talking about the audience. Like they're laughing at her. Yeah, the hoes in the audience are laughing at her. Did Did you say the... The, the hoes are laughing? Yes. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yeah. I love that the audience is applauding the fact that they're all hoes. Catch me outside. How about that? Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Catch you outside? Catch or cash me outside. So that's the original clip of Bad Bobby. She's tried her hands at some rap music. She posts YouTube videos. Recently, though, she has had enough with people saying that she's racist and or trying to act black. So it's like to see people want to judge me off a picture. Yeah. And some of her pictures, she's got what looks like very dark skin, leading some people to believe that she's photoshopping herself to look black. I will give uh, Bad Barbie here some credit. Uh, she sounds a lot better than she did on Dr. Phil. Like, I can understand what she's saying. Under a fucking light that made me look a little bit darker and then try to slander my name and make it seem like I'm a racist person. I am not racist at all. And any fu- I don't think she's racist. I think she really, really, really loves black people. Fucking videos y'all want to bring she up. She wants to imitate them. She wants to be with them. I'm sure she's fucking some black guys, right? Not racist at all. And any fucking videos y'all want to bring up of me saying the N-word, I was saying it in a fucking song. I was fucking 13. Where I grew up in Florida, I didn't know no better. We all said that shit. We all said that shit as guy. It means guy. It's Her excuse is she's from Florida. It's actually not a bad defense. It does explain a lot. She kind of has a point here. I wish we could all just come to an understanding when it comes to the N-word. I'm sorry. Part of the fun of listening to music for some people is singing along. And it kind of sucks that there are words that you're not allowed to sing to. It's not like you're saying the word. You're, 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 You're singing what another artist wrote and performed. This has been happening since, you know, music has been recorded. But if you sing the lyrics as intended, you know, as written down, as performed, (laughs) you're you're considered racist. Guy, it means guy. It's not. I never said, oh, fuck you. N words. I never said nothing like that. You'll never find a video of me saying it. I feel like she could have stopped right there. She got her point across, but. Then she kind of takes it too far. Y'all, y'all say that I, I try to be black because I, I grew, or I, maybe a reason of me trying to be black because I grew up in the hood. Tarzan, right? He, he, the story of Tarzan. 
I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Tread lightly, my friend. He grew up around the bears in the jungle. He didn't know no better. He, the, the monkeys, the whatever it was, the monkeys or the bears, whatever the fuck it was. I thought it was a bear. I thought it was a bear. No, that's the jungle book. That's the jungle book. I don't remember. I don't remember. All I know was he grew up. He, yeah, listen. Tarzan was with the, with the monkeys. I'm just like Tarzan, hanging out with apes and monkeys. You can see how this might be turned around and used against her. He grew up with that. That's all he knows. People in the comments seem to pick up on that Tarzan thing, too. You could have picked anything for comparison that didn't historically have racist undertones, but yet you had to pick that one. Tarzan. Good to see bad Barbie is still blowing up the internet. Also gaining some traction online was a video of a woman dancing in front of her baby. You may have seen this video. Oh, I left out a, a few key details. One, they're in the hospital. Two, the baby's like in an incubator or something. While this woman is dancing around all crazy, there's text that flies by on the screen, including uh, the baby was taken in because of low oxygen. He tested positive for RSV, waiting for him to breathe better on his own. Check out the chapter artwork. There's a screen cap from her dance session. The comments were not kind to her, and she posted a follow-up video here. This is like one of the quickest apology turnarounds in a while. I understand people are upset <laughs> with the video that I made. I just want to be clear and communicate that that was me just trying to be positive. Mm. I think it's important to, to just not just assume what someone's going through. Lady, you were dancing around a hospital room next to your baby who was like in an incubator because it couldn't breathe. Anyways, I took the video down because I could see, you know, where somebody could get the wrong idea. Yeah, you, you, I could see that, I guess. But hmm. that honestly was just me just trying to be positive in this situation. But... I do want to say thank you for people who have reached out to me and my family, and I just really appreciate it. A good rule of thumb is to just not film in hospital rooms. Oh, wait, here's the song she was dancing to. It's not even like sad music, you know? It's an odd choice. Finally, before we get into the news, I thought we would check in with one of our newest Utards, Ashley Hatcher. She's great because she's just completely out of her mind, either due to drugs or mental illness. Probably a combination of both here. Uh, this is one of her most recent videos. Uh, it was uh, recorded just a few weeks ago. Okay, um, opiates, um, memory glass are supposed to go to, like, children and other freaking things or stuff, and they're doing gay hate at me. All I got was opiates, memory glands, and gay hate. Period. My breath, my breasts are swelling, and my freaking face is swelling. My belly is getting fatter. Y'all are making me sick, and you're poisoning my intestines with cow dairy, and you have to stop it. I wanted transgender surgery. I've been talking to Pamela for over a year. I've been talking to Pamela for a year in Pawnee Mental Health. This is gay hate. You gotta leave me alone and stop it. Y'all are stealing and you're thieves, and you stop putting this stuff on me right now. My name is Ashley. Now, this is the first I've heard anything about transgender. I had no idea Ashley was trans or she wants to be. The drugs they're giving her 
are, they're hurting her boobs, and she's saying that's gay hate. I think that's what she was trying to get across in that video. Now, she also mentioned something about, uh, you know, people stealing from her. And in her next video, she uh, talks a little more about that. Now, Cedric, his son, uh, they stole Ashley's dildo. Uh, to make spirit babies and they're they proving Rebecca Nehemiah and Jonathan and Jeff Everett because James Lee Woodyard and them also steal dildos and use sex fluids and satanic rituals of pulling souls and making spirit babies. I would like to meet this Cedric. That's someone you need to feature on your channel, Ashley. Now I don't know what to believe anymore. Now I'm questioning if she's really trans. After listening to this uh, newest video, I just feel like everything she says is in, in just insane babbling. Pulling souls and making spirit babies in which um, I was fat as a as a 12-year-old kid or a spirit baby. It put the person who's pregnant, sometimes they share the, the whatever with the fucking place of origin or whatever, and it makes another person fat. And Ashley said, no, you were not allowed to birth anything of hers. That's murder. Ashley's property is Ashley's property. Now, keep in mind... The person talking is Ashley. We might actually have a, a real case of multiple personality disorder. We should get those TikTokers to watch this. This is what multiple personalities really look like. Scare some of those freaks straight. Well, there you go. That is your Ashley Hatcher update. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news. Right up. <laughs> Holidays are coming up. It's a great time to sign up for the Sideshow. Superfreaksideshow.com. Why? You might be traveling, need some episodes of DV that you haven't heard. Well, when you sign up, you gain access to the entire archive of programs, well over 4,000 shows. Every single program since the start of this thing back in uh, December of 2004. Even if you're a long-time listener, when you sign up, you gain access to all of the exclusive shows we've done. Typically, we do uh, two brand-new Sideshow exclusive episodes a week. So much stupidity to listen to, and uh, right now, there are great holiday Sideshow deals. Check out SuperFreakSideshow.com. Monthly membership, $6. Yearly memberships, only 60 After the holidays, uh, we go back to our normal pricing, so it's a great time to sign up right now. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. Other ways to support the program. We've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. And don't forget about the Distorted View store. Shock full of DV merchandise. Bunch of new stuff for 2021 and some returning favorites. If you're a Sideshow member and or a patron, we've got promo codes you can use. So don't forget to, uh, you know, enter those and save some money. Thank you to everyone who continues to support Distorted View daily in its various ways. You are the reason this show continues. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, uh, uh, hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just got an email notification. We may have a late-breaking addition to the podcast. Oh, this couldn't have come at a better time. Uh, Meet Skelton has posted a, another holiday song just for patrons. Luckily, I am one of his three patrons. Let's take a listen to this song here. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's got that signature mead sound. Either that or like it's the theme song to the Muppet Show. Oh, I can tell this is going to be good. I know the title of this song. I just don't want to give anything away. <laughs> what? 
Lufthansa The made-up holiday Is a holiday with no basis in reality It's just Afrocentric black supremacy It was started by a guy for the FBI, a black informant panther named Karinga. He just hates black people so much. To be fair, though, I don't know a lot about Kwanzaa. And sure enough, Kwanzaa was created in 1966. It kind of is a made-up holiday. Mead has a point here. This guy, Karenga, uh, created Kwanzaa in 1966 during the aftermath of the Watts riots as a uh, specifically African-American holiday. Not even African, right? It's not something people in Africa celebrate. It's specifically for African-Americans, and it has something to do with fruit. The dude's goal uh, when he created it, he said, was to give blacks an alternative to the existing holiday of Christmas... Which is crazy because every single black person I've ever known celebrates Christmas. It's, you know, like Kwanzaa is supposed to be a replacement for Christmas. At the most, the you know, black people will celebrate both things, I guess. But still, I have yet to meet a black person who celebrates Kwanzaa. And it is kind of annoying that, like, you know, this guy was like, all right, we're going to create a black Christmas, right? We're going to create our own uh, holiday called Kwanzaa. But did you have to make it like on Christmas or right around Christmas? I think Kwanzaa is technically like December 26th or something. Still, give it a little bit of breathing room. If you would have made Kwanzaa, you know, a holiday in July, I think more black people would be into it. It's just it's just too close to Christmas and everywhere. You know, Christmas is an established holiday. You're not going to get people to turn away from that. Now, Mead is singing this song because he's he's racist. He hates black people. And you know how he feels about Christmas. He can't handle people saying happy holidays. How do you think he's going to respond to a competing December holiday? Not well. The FBI, a black informant panther named Karinga. Now, Karinga loved Islam and Marxism, too. Such a deadly combination for me and you. And he really had a knack for converting every black To fall for his nonsense with no root In a stark fact, cause it's anti-Christ and anti-God What any woman celebrate is really odd Kwanzaa, the made-up holiday Light those candles, light them bright While they flicker anti-white Enjoy the seven principles Of the liberation front of Symbionese Come one all and celebrate A holiday that's full of hate For it's anti-Christ and anti-God For any woman celebrate is really odd Kwanzaa, the made-up holiday Wow, coming in Right under the wire, that is Mead Skelton with a last-minute Christmas song, Kwanzaa the Made-Up Holiday. Now we can get into the news. First story I have for you today. Seems like we've been talking about uh, a lot of cannibals recently. Well, I've got another one for you. This one comes from Idaho, specifically Clark Fork, Idaho. A northern Idaho man faces serious charges after investigators say they found a dead man's body parts in a microwave. I have so little respect for this cannibal. You go through the trouble of killing a man and chopping him up. You want to eat him. You're a cannibal. And then you just pop him in the microwave? 
that's no way to cook meat. You're ruining it. You know what I mean? It's going to be all rubbery. Not to mention it's not going to cook evenly. You're going to get like cold spots. Furthermore, what are the guidelines for microwaving human meat? There's probably not a lot of information or recipes online that would help you out. Maybe he was working on a microwave cannibal cookbook. You know, uh, Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee Jan Terry, we featured uh, plenty of her music over the years. She wrote a microwave cookbook, so these things exist. The Bonner County Sheriff's Office began investigating James David Russell, 39, on September 10th after finding the body of David Flaggett. Nice. <laughs> cold beer and hot music. Says that uh, he and his mom don't see eye to eye on his love life. And he claims that his job has cost him several relationships. Please welcome Robert Faggett. You know, we just found out a couple years ago that Chuck Woolery is one of those like really crazy right-wing people. But if you recall, I've had my suspicions about Chuck Woolery ever since we first played this clip. It's just, it's something about the way he says faggot. Like, Robert Faggett. Oh, you can tell he's pretty comfortable with that word. He says it just like that all the time. Look at those faggots. So many faggots on this street. Please welcome Robert Faggot. Faggot. Anyway, the guy's name is not Faggot. It's Flaggot. Close enough. Russell is charged with felony first-degree murder and felony cannibalism in an amended criminal complaint filed Wednesday. Witnesses saw the body of Flaggot, the caretaker of the family's property, in a truck and suspected Russell had killed him, according to charging documents. When deputies arrived, they found Russell wearing gloves. You know those uh, plastic gloves people wear when they're basting or slathering on barbecue sauce? It was one of those kind of gloves. All right, so he was caught wearing gloves. He ran into the building where a brief standoff ended with deputies taking him into custody. Deputies went to Flaggett's truck where they found the body naked from the waist down, positioned awkwardly in the passenger seat. In a probable cause affidavit, deputies noted duct tape bound Flaggett's wrists and a section of his thighs, that's where the good meat's at, section of his thighs and genitals were cut off and missing. I do find it strange that uh, these cannibals tend to go for cock, and it's not a gay thing. There's just, there's something about cock meat. I guess because it's versatile. It's, I mean, it's easy to chop off. It's in a good shape. You could wrap it in bacon or you could bread it. It could be like, you know, cocks in a blanket or something. Penis is very versatile, according to cannibals. The following day, investigators served a search warrant at Russell's home. Inside, detectives found tissue consistent with Flaggett's missing flesh. Investigation also found blood and tissue in a bowl inside the microwave. Some of the tissue indicated heat had been applied, possibly in the microwave, for one to two minutes. Investigators could not locate one of Flaggett's testicles. (laughs) I think you know where that testicle's at. Being digested. His penis and a portion of the thigh that was removed from his body was also missing. That was a meal right there. A testicle, penis, thigh. Mm, I bet you he was full after that. Witnesses report that on the day of Flaggett's killing, Russell acted agitated and recently had been having mental health issues. Yeah, most cannibals suffer from mental health issues. Court documents indicated that uh, while at a California hospital receiving psychiatric help in May, Russell reportedly told his family that he wanted to, uh, quote, (laughs) cut chunks of his skin off with a knife to cure his brain. 
Once in custody, Russell appeared to not understand his rights and made an unsolicited comment about the property being private, saying, We don't like non-family on it. Dude, they already they already discovered your secret. Kind of a moot point. Uh, Russell has been in custody since September and was committed to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare at one point after being not fit to assist in his defense. Details of his commitment remain sealed. A hearing to review the case's status is scheduled for December 28th. That is what's going on in Idaho. Moving on, second story we have for you today. Let me direct your attention to the chapter artwork. If you can't see it because your podcast app sucks, that's okay. Check out distortedview.com. You need to see this thing. When prepping to get a tattoo, uh, people do a lot of research, a lot of uh, perusing, right? Uh, Trying to find the perfect uh, image to, to get tattooed. But there's always that risk it won't turn out exactly as planned as one woman found out. Yes, a woman was left mortified after showing off her new tattoo, only to be left facing some unfortunate comments after a stranger pointed out that her new tattoo looked like an ass and an asshole. Retail worker Lucy Madden from Liverpool decided to have a single image tattooed on her arm, which was supposed to depict two faces sharing one mind. Yeah, the design is kind of simple. It uh, It's supposed to be like two faces, basically. Uh, side views pointed at one another, right? They're like looking at each other. They're so close, though. It's like they're, they're sharing some body parts, like their facial features and stuff. I don't know. Uh, but then in the, in the middle, I think it's supposed to be the eye. They're sharing one eye. There's, there's like a circle in the middle, and that, that looks like the butthole. The whole thing just looks like an ass. She spent three months choosing the inking before having it done, only to realize that it looks like someone bent over. Now, at first, you know, after she got all tatted up, right, she was she was happy with the results. She loved it. It only set her back about 50 pounds. Uh, A customer at work, though, pointed out the awkward truth. After asking friends and family, she was left further red-faced when they also agreed that the artwork did indeed look like a shithole. Mortified, Lucy is now saving to have the tattoo covered up with an image of Medusa. Gonna end up looking like a hairy ass. All this snake hair. Uh, That'll cost a further 150 pounds. She refuses to wear short uh, short sleeve tops or show it off until she's able to have it covered up or fixed. Lucy said, I was at work about a week after I got the tattoo, and a customer asked what the tattoo was supposed to be. That's never a good sign, right? What the hell is that supposed to even be? You really into anal play or something, right? Uh, it's supposed to be two face, uh, two faces shading one mind. But he said it looked really rude, like someone bent over. I asked a colleague, and they also said it looked like a person bent over. I was mortified. I couldn't do anything about it. Well, now everyone is saying it because that's what it looks like. I mean, I would have noticed it eventually, even if I if it hadn't been pointed out to me. I'm too embarrassed to get it out. It's mortifying. I did find it funny, but I was so embarrassed. My friends and family find it hilarious. Lucy, who got her first tattoo at age 19, chose the tattoo for her 14th piece of body art in the summer after taking months to choose the perfect design. The inking only took 20 minutes, and she says she gave the artist numerous references to work with, but the inking came out nothing like she'd expected. 
I was so excited about it. I really thought about it. I'm quite indecisive and picky about my tattoos. I wanted something arty. <laughs> it's the one time I went to a different tattoo artist. I was happy with it at first, and it's on the back of my arm, so I didn't see it very often. I'd have to twist my arm to look at it. A lot of people have started noticing it. People have said it looks like different things. One of my friends said it looks like the contraceptive coil. I had to look that up. Like, what the fuck is a contraceptive coil? It's an IUD. People are seeing all sorts of weird things in her tattoo. Buttholes, IUDs. This poor woman. She says, I've been trying to find something to keep it covered up. All right. uh, Final story we have for you today. This one just happens to come from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Ah, Florida man is at it again. Yes, a Florida man denied ownership of baggies containing cocaine and meth that cops found not around him, but actually on him, specifically wrapped around his dick. I don't know how that got there. It ain't mine. That's a hard one to pull off. No matter how honest you sound, who else is going to wrap baggies of meth around your cock? It all went down during a search early Saturday morning. Investigators say Patrick Florence, 34, was a passenger in a vehicle stopped around 4 a.m. for traveling without headlights or taillights. Here's a hot tip for you. If you're doing some illegal shit, you don't want to raise police suspicion. So, you know, aside from the illegal thing you're trying to get away with, try not to produce any red flags for the cops, you know? Like driving fat speeding. That's not good. Driving without headlights, taillights, no license plate, you know, like shit like that. The driver, Darius Owens, 27, was subsequently arrested on DUI and marijuana possession charges. A search of the vehicle turned up a handgun under Florence's seat, leading to his arrest on a pair of felony weapons charges. Florence denied ownership of the 38 Special, reported cops who noted that the ex-con's rap sheet includes... Dozens of felony convictions, which barred him from possessing firearms and ammunition. During a search of Florence, a deputy discovered two plastic baggies wrapped around his penis. One baggie contained cocaine powder and cocaine base, while the other held a crystal substance that police identified as meth. Ooh, meth. Questioned about the narcotics, Florence stated that the package wrapped around his cock was not his. That's apparently what he told Deputy Levi Blake. It appears Florence, who has multiple cocaine convictions, did not identify the purported owner of the drugs wrapped around his penis or whether that individual consented to their drugs being stored in such a fashion. Yeah, really? Are people okay with that? Or is it uh, a case where you, you just don't ask how the drugs got here? Maybe in the grand scheme of things, wrapped around a penis is the least gross way to smuggle drugs, right? It's better than uh, smoking drugs that have been up someone's asshole. Florence was charged with four felonies, possession of cocaine, meth, ammunition, and a firearm, and booked into the county jail in lieu of $24,000 bond. Previously, suspects have denied owning uh, syringes in their rectums, ting, uh, socks on their feet, ting, ting. I don't know why someone would deny that. Maybe, maybe they're hot socks, right? They were stolen cocaine in their shoe and a crack pipe in their vagina so this is nothing new look if you're caught with drugs your best bet is just to deny it all you might as well you got nothing to lose all right uh there you go that my friends is your distorted news 
for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Like I said, there uh, there will be no uh, podcast tomorrow, either free or sideshow exclusive. But I will post our yearly tradition, which is um, Distorted Views version of Twas the Night Before Christmas. Which, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys enjoy it, but it's one of my favorite things I've ever done on DV. I don't know. I think it's great. I would love to turn that into a children's book. I threaten to do that every year, and then it gets too late. need to find someone to do uh, all of the the illustrations. But, uh, yeah, I'll be posting that tomorrow, so you'll have it to listen to uh, on Christmas. Uh, Right now, though, let's do some voicemails. Many ways to contact the program, 206-666-4463. I'm all over social media at Distorted View on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Distorted View Show, yada, yada, yada. If you are lonely this holiday season, maybe uh, all your family's dead or they disowned you or you disowned them or you're just far away from friends and family. Uh, it's OK. We've got a discord where all the freaks hang out. Might be fun to pop in there on Christmas. There's always great uh, audio and video submissions good conversations people hanging out there so if all else fails celebrate christmas with the freaks i will try to pop in there uh while i'm up in ashtabula because uh there's nothing else to do all right uh let's check in with some listeners here oh hey timmy boo it's great big pete and i'm coming to sing you a little christmas song okay have yourself a merry little christmas let your heart be light uh, that's all you get, buddy. Uh, listen here. Uh, Stabs and I sent you a gift. Stabs made it herself. Did you get it? Uh, the postage thing says you did. Oh, um, yes. I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention this. Very rude of me <laughs> to not mention gifts that I uh, receive. But uh, I, they made me a, um, a scarf, a very gay rainbow scarf. But I will wear the shit out of that. I've been needing a scarf. Thank you very much uh, for thinking of me. I, I definitely appreciate it. Anyways, if you didn't, let us know, and we'll make another one for me. Actually, stabs will labor and toil. Make you a new one. Anyway, talk to you soon. I love you, Timmy Boo. Hugs and kisses. Well, thank oh, you very much. Uh, love you too, and thank you again for the gift. Really appreciate it. Hey, Tim. Haley's Calmwood calling up. No. As you may know, I'm a techno geek with spreadsheets, and today I'd like to use my considerable spreadsheet skills to illuminate an important point and hopefully help you to solve the persistent issue of being so far behind in your voicemail segment. Oh, all I, I know how to fix that. Just, just you know, play the voicemails. I have found that you currently play an average of four voicemails per show. With five shows a week, that's only 80 calls per month. 80 also happens to be the number of TVs that my mother has thrown at me throughout my lifetime. But that's a story for another day. I've done some calculations and noticed that Unicorn Hamster suffered some trauma in her life, it sounds like. Level 80 Cat Lady and I together average three to four calls per week. This means that the three of us all by ourselves constitute almost half of the voicemail section. Well, stop calling so much then! <laughs> it wouldn't be me, Haley's Comet, if I didn't propose a solution to this problem. After all, I am known for my intelligent and reasonable advice. Out of respect to other members of the community, and for the good of the show, I'd like to ask you to block our numbers. Oh. This is Haley's Comet, and I approve this comedy skit. (laughs) All right, you're blocked. I do have some good news. As uh, many of you know, I fucked up, and I didn't realize that the Distorted View voicemail box was full. 
Uh, so we did not receive voicemails from December 5th. I think that was the last one. December 5th through the 16th. No one could get through aside from like, you know, patrons who called the special voicemail line. Right. So that should help me uh, catch up because, you know, there's, there's many days where no one was able to, to leave a message. Jimmy. Now, right now I'm in mid-October. I would like to get to December by the end of December. Long time freak. Definitely. I uh, haven't been... Uh, well, that's going to be a problem because we're not really doing shows next week, huh? I'm getting my Fuck. DV for a while, but uh, I was catching up on some old DV. And I got a 2016 episode of you, like, talking about, like, oh, fucking Trump, blah, blah, blah. Man, the archive is the shit. <laughs> Fucking faggot. Okay. All right, thank you. Apparently I said something funny about Donald Trump. It was probably like, guys, you got nothing to worry about. He's not going to be our president. Yeah, he, you know, it's it's funny. We should all just vote for him as a goof. And uh, the rest, as they say, is history. Hello, Timmy Boo. It's Pirate Barbie. So I'm listening to an older episode. I'm a little behind because my boss never shuts up up during the day <laughs> and so it takes me longer to listen to episodes than I would Stopping. actually like. Yeah. Um, I'm listening to the one where you're talking about whatever the fucker name is, Sagittarius Girl or something. Sagittarius Shouty! like that. Yep. And <laughs> she's saying that she's in accounting. As someone who recently started dating again, it's horrible when people ask me what I do because I'm legitimately in fucking accounting. <laughs> <laughs> And people are like, oh, oh you mean... You're a cam whore. Counting? Wink? And yeah. I'm like, no, it's literally fucking accounting. I work with numbers and I pay bills all fucking day. You guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so whoever decided that they were going to make accounting a term for sex work can go fuck right off. It's horrible. One more casualty that the internet caused. Like, you know, no one named Karen is having a good year. Right, their lives are miserable right now. Oh, your name is Karen. Are you a cunt? Now, uh, if your if your real profession is accounting, people think you're just you know at home finger fucking yourself every night on cam. The struggle is real. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Watch, guys, email me. Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206 Oh god Uh, I stole Ashley's dildo. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. Oh, give us a five-star rating at Spotify. That would be so great. Thank you. Finally, have a great Merry Christmas. DB's taking a little bit of time off. Not too much. You'll hear from me next week, I'm sure. Especially if you're Sideshow Freaks. I owe you at least one exclusive program. So be on the lookout for all of that. Have a great holiday, and I will see you back real soon. Bye, everybody! Christmas tree. I'm a Christmas tree. Everybody hangs their ornaments on me.
another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.